0: Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. So in a slight confession format, there is a reason I keep interjecting me some plus nuggets into all of my more recent episodes. And it's because I went rogue on my first episode and in making it a series, I realized I took off on some tangents and didn't include all of my notes. And I just discovered the last page of notes and realized it's probably best if I just go in and finish her off once and for all, rather than interjecting little nuggets of wisdom whenever I think of it and can. It feels like I'm forcing it at this point, and I just don't love that feeling, so I'm gonna stick you with one last mise en episode, because I'm very proud of it, and I collected a bunch of dope quotes and information that really has changed my perspective on it, and I would hate to hoard that to myself. Plus, I did all that prep work. It would be a shame to waste it and not actually have anything of substance to show for it. See what I did there? It's a reference to the prep work you do in a kitchen. All right, anyway, Melissa Gray, a senior at the Culinary Institute of America says, it's a way of life, mise en place. I know people that have it tattooed on them. It's a way of concentrating your mind to only focus on the aspects that you need to be working on at that moment. It kind of rids yourself of distractions. And what I get from that is that this mise en place is more of a lifestyle. It's a mindset, not just another to-do list. It's a perspective, a way of looking at your six hours of prep time for a two-hour dinner as a meditative experience. It forces cooks to account for every minute of their time in the kitchen, as well as every movement, which allows them to focus on what is important in the moment. Focus on the shit they actually care about. So instead of thinking of chores as chores, start thinking of them as essential and incredibly helpful favors for a future you. You're setting yourself up for the most successful experience possible, really. Dan Charnas, author of Work Clean and Everything in Its Place, makes an excellent point that it's not about making things tidy, or making things look clean, but it's about being able to work clean, which implies motion. The system has to be returned to order. So it's not about just creating order, like, wow, I arranged my desk. It's really about, I'm gonna move through all these projects, but I've made this commitment to myself that when I'm done with this project, I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm either gonna deliver or I'm gonna put myself in a position where when I resume it, everything will be in place for me to pick it up and potentially deliver, because that's going to save me 20 minutes. I can use that other 20 minutes to do, oh, I don't know, anything else. Be with your kids, write a story, read a story, do other work. But the most valuable thing, in my opinion, that Dan recommends is something called the 30-minute me's, which is a daily ritual of essentially just accounting for all of the things you've done that day and planning your day by cleaning your tools and writing your list out and getting your materials together for the following day's preparations. And you know I am a big fan of setting things like this on a timer. So the fact that he sets it into a 30-minute ritual for himself feels to me like it's not only doable, but it's simple, and it's something that should be done fairly quickly. The fact that we can improve tomorrow in just 30 minutes today feels really, really easy and kind of like the simple solution we've all been looking for. That is until you realize the unfortunate fact that you have to do your own me's and know exactly what your next day is going to look like or need to look like so you can prep actively and properly, because there have been times when I spend more time planning my day than actually doing anything to set up for my day, which makes it that much more cumbersome to get accomplished. And I also like the idea that this takes you getting real with yourself, It takes a realistic, dedicated individual to look at their schedule and go, you know what, that's honestly not enough realistic time to accomplish that and still eat lunch and be a functional human and do all the other well-rounded, wonderful things that life has to offer today. So like with everything, remember there's no specific recipe or algorithm that will work for you every single day. Some days you will feel more tired, other days you will feel more motivated, some days you will feel excited, and other days you'll dread the work. And while there are ways to encourage a better attitude, you can't really mise en plus the weather or your own situation like that. So what you really can do is plan your life around what needs to be done. And it feels like you get a sense of control, right? You get to make your own choices. Do I do this today or do I not? Do I come back to it tomorrow or do I not? Or is this something I even want to accomplish? Who am I doing this for? It makes you show up and be present with how you're going to spend your time because you're like, what do I actually want to do tomorrow? How can I set myself up to best accomplish that and put my intentions into tomorrow's work? So as much as all of this is about arranging your physical space for the best efficiency and accessibility, but it's also about realistically coming to terms with what you are and would like to be capable of. There really aren't extra hours in the day even if you do your best planning. So you're gonna have to learn to prioritize and get real with how long things actually take, which for me has been a huge challenge my whole life but by not forcing myself, but giving myself the privilege of going through it once over in my head ahead of time, it makes me feel more prepared. It shows me areas in which I could be doubling up work or doing this while I'm doing that, or more often, I'm not actually dedicating enough time to accomplishing. And I think that does it. I can't promise I'll never say me en place again because no one's corrected by pronunciation, so I'm feeling real cocky about it. I love y'all so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at mydbpodcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com.